Welcome to this installment of Witness to Yesterday, the podcast of the Champlain Society. My name is Patrice Dutille, and I'm talking from the Allen Slate Radio Institute at Ryerson University in downtown Toronto. The Champlain Society's mission has always been to make Canada's historical documents available to Canadians. It has done so since 1905 by transcribing documents found in archives and publishing them with expert commentary. This has been done on the assumption that there's an interest in Canada's past, but many people are questioning that assumption and are afraid that Canadians hardly learn anything about their history in school. My guest today is Professor Marc-André Etier, who teaches in the Faculty of Education at the Université de Montréal. He's published numerous works examining how history is taught in Canada and has made a special study of the Quebec curriculum. His latest book has just been published by Édition M, and the title is Quel sens pour l'histoire? Analyse critique du nouveau programme d'histoire du Québec et du Canada. In English, it would be What's the sense of history? Critical analysis of the new programs of history in Quebec and the rest of Canada. He's in his office in Montreal. Marc-André, welcome to the mic. Thank you. Uh, bear with my accent, please. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you online. There's a new history curriculum in Quebec. What is your general impression of it today? Well, globally, I think it's decent, complying with teachers' requests, uh, largely coherent with uh, and similar to former history uh, curriculum, as I argue with my colleague in, in the book uh, that you mentioned. But the most important thing, in my opinion, is that uh, teachers can do uh, is what the teacher can do and what they want to do in their classroom to help students learn. The curriculum has some influence on that, but it's not a decisive factor. In fact, empirical research uh, about how teachers interact with academic curricula tend to show that the curriculum is subsumed by teacher practical knowledge. So teachers consider having a better understanding of student needs and abilities than curriculum designers or researchers. Uh, and they might be true, of course. And uh, and, and so it, it influences the way they, they teach. So there's a struggle between what the teacher brings to the classroom and what the curriculum requires? Well, sometimes yes, uh, sometimes no. But the fact is that some expectations are uh, are seen as being unrealistic or inappropriate. Right. So how is the new version of the curriculum different from the older version? Uh, it's different in at least two ways. First, and it might be the most striking change. Uh, the first is that the latest version of it, of the program of the curriculum is the chronolo- chronological story. Teaches teach in two parts: one in the ninth grade and the other one in the tenth grade. Chronological list of uh, cultural references to be memorized. Uh, in there, it is most more important than the critical educational objectives. Uh, so that's first change because the first one, the last one was more uh, centered on uh, it critical objectives than on heritage objectives. At least it said so. And the second change, so the first one would be uh, the chronological thing and the subject-specific competencies that are less important. The second would be that many policymakers and politicians and many citizens everywhere in the world, not only in Quebec, but are asking that history education tell a single story, uh, a story that would uh, strengthen the social cement. Uh, so we feel it more in the new version. Mm-hmm. So in in Quebec, we have history being taught in elementary school. To to what degree in elementary school? Uh, there is a social studies curriculum for the third year to the sixth year of uh, primary school, which includes uh, large part of history. In fact, it's sometimes when it when you, you do 
when you go to the class uh, to observe to observe you see more history teaching than geography teaching although there is supposed to be both well teaching of history sometimes also is only uh, reading textbooks and filling uh, answers in but this is this is encouraging. I'm I'm delighted to hear that history is 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 being taught at the elementary school. And you're saying it also is taught uh, in grade nine, in grade ten. Yes, and all. Yes, well, I was saying for Quebec history, nine and ten, but uh, world history is the, also taught in uh, teaching uh, seventh and eighth. What would be your sense of how history has been taught in Quebec over the last 30 years, let's say. Are you, are you thinking that it's better now, or is it, is it less, less, well, less well taught now than it was 30 years ago, let's say? Well, there is variation in, I mean, every, in every year uh, that, that you can look at. Uh, you would say that the same thing in one class and the other, but globally, I don't know. I, I would say that uh, it's there is more people now that think we should uh, teach history as processes of thinking more than because uh, of war facts. But it has always exists. I mean, there were, were always teachers who thought that it was more important to teach how to think than to teach some uh, conclusions about history. So maybe people are more vocal about that now mm-hmm. than years ago. I mean, you, uh, you, you study the way history is taught uh, in, in, in schools in Canada and in Quebec. Do you see a difference between the way it is taught in Quebec versus the way it's taught in Canada and the rest of Canada? Not that much. I mean, people are saying the, the same thing. The teachers, some teachers are saying we should have, a, like Granite Tina said, that we should have more, uh, more story as the, the old way. Mm-hmm. And some other teachers are saying we should teach to students how to think. So it's everywhere in the world, not only in Quebec or Canada. It's the, 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 that kind of debate are very uh, present. They're universal, aren't they? Yeah. You've talked a little bit about how in the elementary schools, um, history is buried in social science, uh, social studies, uh, social studies, social science. Um, is that a good thing or a bad thing in your in your estimation? Because we see that certainly in the, in the rest of Canada, uh, a lot of uh, uh, history has been subsumed in social studies. What, what What is your thinking on that? Well, well, first of all, I'm repeating myself, but in Quebec, it's the opposite. I mean, history, national history is still the most important discipline in terms of quantity of teachers, of lesson, uh, uh, hours of teaching. So discipline-oriented content is very more, very more important, for example, than should be uh, that than is uh, geography, for example. So other social sciences are rather auxiliary. For instance, uh, civics, uh, economy, geography, politics, they are not the main the, the main frame. I know it's quite different in, in some English-speaking province of, of Canada and the U.S., but... Uh, it's still very present in the Quebec curriculum, obviously. Yes, it is. Do you think, re- reflecting on, on society more generally, do you think that Canadians, that the Quebecois, are, are intimidated by history? or do, do you, What's your attitude to, to the way history is perceived today in, in popular culture or in, 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 in public discourse? Well, many people love history. I mean, they, they listen to a show on TV, they go to museums, they, do, you know, they, they love history. But um, it's different when they are in school. Why? 
because sometimes it doesn't uh, meet their standard of, uh, of fun or pleasure, or sometimes they don't think it's relevant. Uh, but most of the time, I think it's because we put too much uh, focus on road memorization. Right. If we uh, if we go more on practices that are connected with uh, reflection on questions that are ambiguous, uh, and, and to start from things that are familiar to them and, and try to uh, to show other sides, so it can be more interesting. So really, you're saying that uh, the the onus is on on teachers to 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 make history more interesting when the kids are still in school? Well, uh, maybe I said that. That's what, that's what I want to say. <laughs> uh, in fact, the program, the, the curriculum, are forcing st- teachers to, to teach that kind of things. Mm. So, uh, well, forcing, not that much. But, you know, when you have, in, for example, in Quebec, in uh, grade 10, uh, an exam, a final exam made by the government, which is a uh, uh, based on memorization, well, you have to do some memorization with your students because you want them to succeed. So you have less time to do things that that take time. For example, uh, uh, doing uh, researches or things like that. It takes time to do that. So you don't do that when you have to uh, make them uh, remember wrote things. So it's really about dates and key key characters and history and wars and stuff like that. Well, less than it was. Less than it was. Still, Still a bit, yes. Too much to, to have time. What do you think needs to be done to make the curriculum better? I mean, you've hinted at it, uh, more reflection, more thinking. How would this happen? From your perspective as a, uh, as a scholar in, in, in education, what do you think, if it was up to you to, to set the curriculum in Quebec or in the other provinces in Canada, what would you press for? What would, you, what would be your, your, um, your contribution? Well, I would, well, two things. First of all, freedom for the teachers. Let them decide what they want to do. Give them time to, to think, to reflect, to uh, to go to the archives, uh, to read books, to you know, give it, give them time and and freedom. That was a, that would be the first thing. But then I would like to uh, convince us, those who are not convinced that uh, we should stress on abilities, intellectual and methodological abilities, you know, skills that are from history, not any skills in, in the abstract, but reading. Uh, Sources reading archives the way we should, uh, asking questions about who is a writer, in what context, uh, compare, corroborate. That kind of thing would be uh, the most important thing, in, yes. in my opinion. Well, I mean, and we at the Champlain Society specialize in that, in that we produce uh, original documentation. Uh, every year, it's nice to hear. It's nice to hear that encouraging uh, that encouraging perspective. You mentioned earlier that um, the, the, Canada is very much part of the uh, of the international community in the way it struggles with 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 teaching history. I mean, how do you rank? How would you rank Canada in terms of how it teaches history versus versus other countries? Uh, oh, well, it's it's a very good question, but. Um... Honestly, we don't know a lot about teaching practice in classrooms I and mean, what is really happening in classrooms. In my research, we go to, to the classrooms, but we are not there every minute. Uh, we haven't yet conducted long-term comparative empirical research on how teachers really teach history. Mm. But research around the world seems to show, for instance, for instance that uh, teachers make use of many cultural objects, textbooks, fictional, documentary film, video games, but rarely in order to put 
phenomenon context to debate, to compare, to build valid interpretation. So I'm not blaming them. Uh, it's difficult. Uh, teaching conditions are not there, and uh, you have to, to think how to do that with, the, with students. You have to make them feel it's interesting and important. So it's not easy, but it's that here, but it's the same thing everywhere. everywhere. So if we are comparing, um, what are we comparing? Are we comparing the results in terms of uh, knowledge, or are we comparing the results in terms of uh, uh, skills, and how do we compare that? Uh, what are the, the conditions to do that? It's difficult to, to compare mm-hmm. country from country in that uh, context. But the ambitions seem to be the same, to, to, teach yeah, exactly. students, to teach students to think critically, to examine um, people in their context, to establish uh, causality, uh, mm-hmm. cause and effect, uh, to understand the context, the cultural context in which documents are written or, um, as you say, video, radio. Uh, it's interesting how, how video games have moved into the, into the world of history, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, they are taking a larger place. And, well, you know, students are playing video games hours and hours. So, and, and, and many of them, I understand, I don't play video games. I'm too old now. But no. many of them are set in historical in historical contexts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, even well, 20 years ago when I was teaching in high school, uh, some of my students were talking. Uh, it was a, I was I have a memory of uh, one of the students who was talking about the the Hittite. The Hittite. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, so why? <laughs> I was surprised because of video games. So, because so of video games. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yes, it has some effect on them. Uh, what's your best memory of teaching high school history? The fact that we can, when we have time, we can go, in, you know, uh, profoundly, deeply into the into the the content and think with them, work with them, uh, look to contradictor contradictions. Did you That's have a partic- Did you have a particular lesson that you particularly enjoyed giving? No, no, but but no. there's an activity that I did like. It was uh, looking to to uh, historical films with them. Ah, uh, yes. And you know, thinking about the uh, the anachronism, yes. and some of them that some that those that they cannot see that easily, not the watch that somebody is wearing while Jesus is there, but something more like the uh, uh, lifestyle or you know uh, way to think. They don't see that easily. And that was interesting to, to look with them. Well, you're teaching them to think critically, aren't you? I was trying. And what about your worst memory? What was your, your, what was your greatest frustration in teaching history in high school? Not having enough time. <laughs> Not having enough time. Yeah. Did you think that the students were interested? Some of them were, of course. Yeah, yes. Some of them, uh, I saw them in, in my class as a university teacher later Oh, on. yes? Oh, really? Yeah. That must be a yeah. special experience. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> but some of them, I, of course, were not that interested, you know. Um, okay, so we've we've talked about the 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 encouraging position in uh, the Quebec curriculum about uh, the place of history. Uh, you're saying that uh, it's a little bit too focused on on rote learning, on on dry dates and facts, and there should be more encouragement to think critically, to approach sources critically. Mm-hmm. Um, and where is your research going now? What, what is, I mean, you've, as I said, indicated at the outset, you're, you're publishing a lot of books uh, and studies. Where is your research going in terms of understanding history in the, in the curriculum? Well, we are, trying to see, we are trying to see what are doing teachers who are uh, working to, uh, to 
make progress with uh, intellectual abilities and, and practical skills. So, and there is for for a long time that there were and there is still and the program is better with that than it was I know I don't know 50 years ago. But we are trying to see what they are doing really, not what they uh, want us to think they are doing right. or what we want them to do. They are doing good things and we want to know those things. So that is uh, the main focus of our research. The diversity of the uh, media that they use to we are we are interesting with that too. Uh, and, but but the fact is that most of the time when we talk about history, we talked about uh, what memory are we going to to teach or to impose to students. Um, and the fact is that you know the narrative that is uh, teach around the world it has changed in the past fifty years, including in Quebec. So the one socially uh, one of the socially homogeneous, homogeneous nations, for example, in Quebec, civic or ethnic, uh, that has changed. But it takes it takes most of the, the time of the debate uh, talking about who should be uh, in the uh, in the narrative instead of thinking how can we help students create their own narrative and think by themselves and question those narratives, uh, uh, question about the struggle of the oppressed, you know, woman. Uh, Indigenous people, whatever, there is many oppressions in the world. So make them think of that. We don't talk a lot about that. Mm. And your studies are going to be uh, more observational. You want to go into the classroom and mm -hmm. see what the real the, what the real teachers are really teaching. That'll be very interesting research. I look forward to reading it. Thanks. Thank you, Marc-André Etier, for sharing your ideas on this important topic. I want to remind our listeners that you're the co-editor of Quel sens pour l'histoire, analyse critique du nouveau programme d'histoire du Québec et du Canada, published by Edition M, in addition to many other works that you've done on the pedagogy of history. You've been listening to Witness to Yesterday, the Champlain Society podcast on Canadian history. Please visit our website at www.champlainsociety.ca where you'll find more about what the Society does, including its publications, its blog, and more about these podcasts. There's even a place to become a member and a sustainer of the Society if you like these conversations with historians about Canada's history. The Champlain Society is entirely voluntary, but money is always needed to keep the lights on. My name is Patrice Dutille. This interview was recorded in the Allen Slate Radio Institute of Ryerson University. It was recorded on March 16, 2018, and produced by Sumit Dami and Pernia Jamshed. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next time.